When I decided to start making gift baskets, the first location that I began the business was at home. And while that location was convenient, I knew that it might be it, meaning being at home, making and selling gift baskets might be against the city's laws. I was making money, certainly adding to the the tax base, but that doesn't matter to a city or town or wherever you live when you are against the zoning laws. So I knew that I had to find out how to change the law if I was not in a zone that was for commercial enterprises. And I did find out from the town assessor that I was in what's called an R1 zone, which means residential one, which means the area was only uh, appointed for homes. Now, there had been a doctor that was in the home next door to me, and the doctor had a practice, but it had happened years before I moved into the home that, that I am in. And my assumption, and I could be wrong, that the my assumption was that the doctor's office had changed the law from R1 to whatever uh, else, C1 or whatever, <laughs> whatever the zoning would be called. Well, like I said, I called the assessor's office and I found out that I was in a home only area. So I started finding out from the assessor where else to call to learn how I could change the zoning law on the particular block where I live. So I called the health department, I called the planning department, and I made these calls because the assessor wasn't sure where to, where I should start. So I figured, well, let me call some different departments to find out who is in charge of the zoning. And I was transferred here and there, and it became very frustrating when people in the city departments in positions that you consider as authority, it's very frustrating when they don't know anything. I happen to be in a city with very antiquated laws, and you might be too, though you could be in a city that is updated. But if it's true for you that you're not sure what the laws are, and you are in a home-based business, I'm just wondering if you have researched your local laws attempting to be absolutely legal in your at-home business, or do you just hope to not be ambushed by city officials who are tipped off by someone who believes you are in operation in business at home? Well, let's talk about the zoning laws and how you might change them in your area if you are working at home. Stay tuned. Business, where we discuss the ideas, triumphs, and challenges aspiring entrepreneurs and seasoned designers face in the gift basket world. I'm Shirley George Frazier, your host and author of How to Start a Home-Based Gift Basket Business, the Gift Basket Design Book, and I'm Chief Basketologist at GiftBasketBusiness.com. The topic of getting approval to legally work at home by changing your area's zoning laws, it isn't a topic just for home-based business owners. This is also for those of you in commercial, industrial, and retail spaces who may, in at some time, maybe you want to scale back or maybe you need to scale back your operations back into your home, or maybe you were never there before, but maybe you want to start working at home, 
or in some kind of structure that is on your home grounds. And those home grounds might be your basement, your attic, maybe even a she shed. We, <laughs> I love seeing those kinds of sheds online and what how they're structured. They're the kinds of sheds that would be on your property. Kind of like a barn, but a better barn. <laughs> and it's not a barn. It's a she shed. Or maybe you would want to be in an, a garage, whether it's attached to your home or unattached. Now, I'm not an attorney. However, I do want to provide you with some education and some encouragement to approach zoning in the most hospitable manner possible. I don't want an Alice Kravitz to snitch on you and put an end to your business because you didn't look up the zoning laws. And if you don't know who Alice Kravitz is, I can understand some of you are very young and have never seen the original Bewitched TV show with Elizabeth Montgomery. Alice Kravitz would always make me laugh. She was that nosy neighbor, or maybe I shouldn't say nosy. She was that neighbor who was always inquisitive about what was going on in the town. And of course, when she saw something magical happen through Elizabeth Montgomery's character or her mother or whoever, then of course, uh, Alice went crazy, told her husband. I could talk on and on about that. I do still laugh about that That process and that Alice Kravitz. But let's get back to zonings. Uh, again, you don't want a neighbor to out you and say that you're operating a business that is not legal. Certainly you don't want that to shut you down. And I, as you research the zoning laws, you may think in the back of your mind that you will tell on yourself And you won't be doing that because there is a way to approach the process without telling anyone that you are currently operating a business if you have started your gift basket business already. You will be just asking general questions about changing the zoning laws because as a resident of wherever you are, city, town, province, wherever you are, you have the right to find out information about the block in which you live or the area in which you live. And that is not telling on yourself. That's just finding out what you deserve to find out. In previous episodes on this podcast, I've talked about how you can go to, and you have the right to go to the planning department, for example, to find out who and what companies are coming to the area so that you can plan how to proceed with them to introduce yourself to the company representatives so that you can attempt to get their account for gifts and baskets. So just like that, you have the right to find out about the zoning laws where you live so that you can do business properly and you don't have to think about anybody sending you a notification of cease and desist or you know anything like that. You want nothing like that happening. So I have four steps that you can take. Now you're not going to be, you may not take all the four steps or you may have more steps depending on the area that you're in. But there are four steps to ensure that you have, you're in the right zoned area or your, your area or your block is zoned so that you can do commercial business. You don't have to have people coming to your home, picking up gift baskets, but if someone sees you with boxes or UPS coming by and picking up boxes, then someone may feel that they need to check on you even though you're not doing anything illegal. You don't want any of that happening. So let's start with the first 
option that you have, the first step. And the first step, as you can imagine, is to find out the zoning code for the block in which you live. Now, I'm very, uh, I try to be very specific in my language because if I say, for example, I, uh, this is my block, that to me means that I have to pay all the taxes <laughs> and I'm not doing that. So I always say the block in which you live. You can say it whatever way you want, but that's how I, I pose the language. The city's or the town's assessment department will be able to tell you what your the block that you're on is zoned for. And I call it the city assessment department, but wherever you are in the world, the department might be called something else. So you'll need to find out what that department is called. It could be the zoning department. So you will find out through whichever department is in charge, what your block is, what the block you live on is zoned for. You can just make a call. And I say just because you can, you can make a call and ask for a person to tell you what the block is zoned for. You'll just give them your address. Again, you're not outing them to ask about the, about the block. You just want to know about the zoning. Now, if the block in which you live is zoned only for family residences, you're going to have some work to do. Because as I mentioned at the beginning, I, I had heard that there was a doctor's office that was in the home next to me. And I had hoped that the zoning that was done for the doctor had, was still current for the block. But I found out it wasn't. It was, uh, it was no longer a commercial enterprise block. And that was fine. I just continued with my research. For you, if your, the block on, that you're on happens to be zoned for commercial enterprises, then that is great. That is a good foundation. You would figure that that's all you have to find out and, and you can move on with your business. But you also want to ask additional questions to make sure that you are truly free and clear to operate a business out of your home. Some of those questions may be what business or, or what business is on the block that you might not know about or which address on your block is the one that has turned the block from residential to commercial. There may be some other questions as well that you think of or that the person you're speaking to will give you information about. But again, you want to make sure that you are f absolutely free and clear to do business on the block in which you live. Now, at this point, we're going to assume that the block or the area is zoned for home residences. So you will continue to do your due diligence to change the zoning from residential to commercial or whatever it is called. The second step you can take is to ask the assessment department, which you will ask the person which department controls zoning. So again, it could be the zoning department that you talk to. So you won't be talking to assessment. You'll be talking, you may be talking directly to the department or area or whatever that controls zoning. And you want to find out at that point, what is necessary to apply to change the zoning on the block or in the area. So the zoning might not be changed just on the block in which you live. It might be the whole area. That's something else that you would have, you'll be finding out. And you may be given instructions to make those changes either by phone, or maybe the person will give you a website address that is on the, uh, the town or city's official website so that you can read the process 
Or you may be told that zoning changes cannot be done. You might be told that, but please don't let that stop you. I can't imagine that your city, town, or wherever you live would not change zoning if if a big company or any type of company wants to come into your area and bring more revenue. I, I just can't imagine that no change can be made. But I had to mention that in case that might be said to you. Now, no matter what you're told, you're going to move forward with the steps. Maybe, you know, hopefully you're being given some information by the department that you spoke with. You can also, in a step three, you can talk with a local politician to see how that person can assist you in changing the zoning. This person is going to have more pull. You know, their name is known. That person can help you, especially if you are a voter. If you're not a voter, I would call the politician anyway, the local politician. But if you are a voter, then that person is there to help you. You may never have talked to that person before, but you have the right to talk with that politician who is in supposed to be in your favor in that town. Now, it's not going to be the mayor you talk to in your area. It may be a freeholder, a councilman. It may even be a congressman. If there is another political layer in your area, a person who is in charge of whatever, it might be that person. So I've just mentioned freeholder councilmen and congressmen, but there may be another name for a, a politician that you can connect with. If you attend a house of worship, perhaps a minister or a priest is in charge, that person may be able to assist you. And I do remember talking with a minister in my area to help me with the changing the zoning laws. I went through this process of changing the zoning laws so many years ago that I don't remember all of my steps, but I happened to remember a very influential minister that I approached to assist me. So that may be helpful to you as well, because those people Such people have connections in the town or area that you don't have. So perhaps if you do attend attend a house of worship, the person in charge who delivers the, the sermon every Sunday or whenever, every Saturday maybe, that person may be able to help you out. Earlier, I did state that I'm not an attorney. And number four, the step four, is to consult an attorney an attorney who's knowledgeable about area zoning laws. When I wanted to have a driveway placed in front of my home, I had to consult an attorney because in this city that I'm in, the laws are so antiquated that as of a certain year, you couldn't change the structure of the front or the side of your home. Can you imagine? You're paying taxes and you can't do that. Okay, that's a a story for another time. (laughs) But I had to consult an attorney who called certain departments within the city I'm in to find out all of the finite details for for allowing me to set up a driveway in front of my home. This home that I'm in was built in 1920 something. So that was horse and buggy times. And yes, horse and buggies were all over the place, but I happened to not have a driveway. And I said to myself, well, I'd like a driveway now. And an attorney gave me all the information for 
getting a variance for this driveway. So thinking about that, an attorney could certainly possibly help you with changing the zoning laws. I'm mentioning the priest, the minister, the freeholder, councilman, attorney, people who have more pull, who can be on your side to help you out with this zoning change. Now, now get staying with attorneys as the step four, services cost money. And attorneys who provide you with a service are going to charge you a fee unless you find help through an attorney who offers free help through the state or the country's law association. Every U.S. state and hopefully every country outside of the U.S., outside of the United States, has uh, a bar association. I called it law association, but same thing, bar association. And many bar associations have a certain area within the association that allows for giving back, for giving free advice and free counsel. So you may find an attorney through your local bar association that will assist you. Try that out. I'm not saying that you don't have the money. I'm saying that if someone who's knowledgeable and who has pull can help you free of charge, yes, get that so that you can put more income or really more revenue into your business and get free service. And speaking of money and paying attorneys, how much do you think the fine is going to be if you're issued a ticket from your town, your city, or wherever you are, because you are operating legally? How much is it going to cost you if you get a letter in the mail that says ceased and desist? You may be fined as well. You don't want that. So it is important if an attorney can assist you for you to find that attorney and proceed with that assistance. Outside of the steps, or really in addition to the steps that I just shared, who do you know who has direct connection with the zoning department or whatever department is in charge of changing the zoning laws? If you know anyone or you know someone who knows someone, get them to help you as well. Get, get them to assist you. You have gifts and baskets that you can share with them. Really, I say share, but it's something that you can give as a small gift for that assistance. And it's not a bribe. It's just something to say thank you if it, there's no monetary payment associated with this help. Be sure as you are finding the assistance or taking this project on your own, make sure that you have built into your process or your application, make sure that you're going to tell the person, tell the department about the positive aspects of bringing a business into your home. You are going to increase the revenue in the area. You are lowering unemployment, even if you are working on your own. You're not going to be on unemployment if you are making money. So that is lower unemployment. You're not going to have extra traffic on the street. My belief is that you're not going to have your customers coming to your home every day, every week, picking up their gift basket because the service that we provide is that we take the gift basket to them. Plus in this time that we're in right now, trucks, talking about Federal Express, UPS, 
Amazon, those trucks are up and down blocks a little bit even more than some cars. So where can more traffic be (laughs) than through those kinds of services that are delivering all kinds of products to everyone worldwide? You are also helping area businesses increase their revenue because you are providing them with the gifts and baskets that help them keep their doors open and bring in more employees, keep more people stable in employment. There's a lot of positive aspects regarding you being in a home-based business. So make sure that you Share that information in whichever way you can, through an attorney, through a minister, through a congressman, whomever is helping you. In addition, your county clerk or a department that's similar to the county clerk, they may have records of home-based businesses in your area so that you can contact those businesses and the county clerk ought to be able to tell you who they are and where they are. You can then hopefully approach those people who are in current home-based businesses that have been zoned properly, that have changed their zones. You can approach those, those people and ask them how it was done so that you can determine how to best apply for your own variance, for your own change in zoning. Why go it alone when somebody has taken the step in front of you? It's similar to another business setting up a gift basket business before you and them opening the door to the revenue that you can have because they have helped the area and the residents in the area understand how important gift baskets are to them. That person, you almost thank them virtually because they have helped you set up your business. So why not ask a person who has already gone through the zoning change how it was done so that you can proceed without making up the rules on your own or figuring out how to do it on your own. Making sure that your business is in an area that is zoned properly certainly gives you peace of mind because you don't want anyone telling town officials that you have a business that's possibly illegal to set up at home. In a town that's next to me, as just a quick example, Uh, And it's not, I guess it's not a parallel example, but if a person in a town that's next to me, if a person has dogs and those dogs or cats have access to a window in the home and that neighbor can see that pet, that neighbor, if that neighbor does not see the licensing on a collar around the pet's neck in the house, then that neighbor can tell town officials that the dog is not wearing the license around their neck. Can you imagine? It's it's happening in a town next to me. So the dogs and cats have to wear their licensing tags even when they are within the home. (laughs) So you want to make sure certainly that your business is legal and no one is telling on you. Remember Alice Kravitz, you don't want any of that happening you will possibly pay a one-time fee or maybe a yearly fee, something similar to that, for possibly for having your home-based business. So be sure to bank on that. Your your city, your area, they always want to, I have to say it, they want to make money from you because you are in business and you happen to have a, a structure happening. You have income coming in your home. 
and there are always going to be fees. If there are no fees, oh, wouldn't that be great? So you wouldn't have to put that as part of the fees you have to pay. But get ready for the fee of whatever price it is. I could easily say it may be $300 a year, but I could be definitely off because if you are in a certain state, a certain country, the fee is going to be whatever it is going to be and you will have to pay it. But wouldn't that be better? Isn't that better than having a, a cease and desist order or a fine that's much more than what the yearly fee would be for having a home-based business, a license for that particular business. Those are the four steps, to my knowledge, to change the zoning ordinance where you live so you can make and sell gift baskets in your home studio. These steps are a great start. And as I mentioned, you may have more or less steps depending on where you live and the laws that dictate working at home. Now, as I mentioned, you may not need an attorney because your congressman helped you or your minister helped you. But the bottom line is to know what the zoning laws are and the process for changing them. If you need to change them, that's going to be in your favor. And that's what you want. Everything in your favor. That's it for this edition of Gift Basket Business. Thank you so much for joining me for how to get approval to legally work at home. Now, next week, we're going to discuss another important topic that will elevate your notoriety, your income, and certainly your peace of mind, just like this topic has done. Be sure to rate this podcast through your favorite listening device. Because I'd love to know how these topics are helping you to learn, grow, and profit. I'm Shirley George Frazier wishing you baskets of success.